0: So I just left a restaurant after waiting 30 minutes for a date to show up. And apparently I got stood up. I don't know what to say. Like, I'm trying to do everything right to be a gentleman. I brought flowers. I've been consistent talking with this girl for two weeks, trying to get to know what she likes, what she doesn't like. I made plans. I picked the restaurant the day and the time. You know, I've done everything to be just the kind of guy that would value somebody's time. Like, I just... I'm just looking for my person. I'm just looking for the one that, I guess, is out there for me. I mean, I want to be somebody's husband someday, father. I'm trying to do everything that's right and can't just get stood up. Like, my feelings didn't even matter. I'm sitting there eating a the meal by myself and realizing that nobody even cares.
1: We back,
2: yeah. Yeah. I know this damn beat. I hear it in my sleep. (laughs) (laughs) We back, y'all. We going? uh, What you doing? Oh, you just gonna cut it straight? Yeah, I'm gonna just cut it. I'm gonna just cut it. Just cut this. Cut the beat. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't got no time for that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) We grown men in here. We ain't playing no games. Uh, You know what? The accent good though. What's that? It, it segues in the conversation to part two, what we're gonna do tonight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's we're gonna do rejection. <laughs> Stop that shit. <laughs> Cut the beat. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's like a week or two ago we started talking about that young man who was crying on the internet. Yeah. And um <laughs> just a <just> bad idea. <laughs> We got That's
1: our so producers idea. in the studio again. Man, look, look, they need to jump in on this. They, 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 you know, we've been cooking up so much, so much uh, good conversation.
2: They are literally in here enjoying it, enjoying the conversation. Yeah, we got cocktails and food tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know what they do in the background. Uh, what names are we going by this week, young ladies?
3: I'm Lollipop Rain.
4: Onassis Jones.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ocean water and candy fruit. Gotcha. Right. <laughs> well, so we're in the building tonight. <laughs> and conversation, because um, they want to get in, they heard um, they were discussing a young man being rejected. And there's been a whole lot going
1: on. There's been a lot oh, going on on the, on
2: the internet. I mean, uh, it's just it's it's been a lot going on, man. It's funny, it's funny. No, I like this one because y'all didn't hear other. I don't know if y'all heard the producer when we said something about that dude and what she said that had me laughing over here because it's it's gonna be beautiful. You're right because the male perspective versus the female perspective. Yeah, and we were just laughing at it. Hey man, come on, good for internet. You just making fun of your brother, but to hear the female. What she just called him is like...
0: I was joking.
2: I know it's a joke, but that's what a lot of females probably have the same sentiment of. that. Yeah. You old. <laughs> you here in the background. That this is what they're, they, they're perceiving you to be. Oh, I've opened up my feelings and I'm being just a good man. No, you're being a puss.
1: E. Feelings. Nothing but
4: feelings. <laughs> e-
1: no, just, just from an honest point oh, of view. Oh, oh, oh. Ocean
2: Rain wants Come hot. on no. through Oceanographer.
4: It's not the fact that he was opening up like his emotions. It's the fact that he put it online. There we go. He went straight to the internet instead of being able to deal with his emotions in a healthier way and deal with it internally to himself. He went to the internet to search for validation to see if anybody else could confirm him feeling bad Mm -hmm. and make him feel better. Mm -hmm. Virtue signaling. Validation. All that.
2: We dealt with that the week before. No,
4: but you you brought up a good
1: point. Has anyone else felt this way? And maybe you ain't never felt like love, this. My God, love
2: <laughs> I went to the phone. I called the phone to the phone, <laughs> <So and> with the <laughs> so ring no more.
1: Turn the, 30
2: 30 the TV off. to the TV, went off. <laughs> I played my records, and so I just didn't want to play them no more. And <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh, 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 in the words
3: of Joe, I don't want to be a
1: player no more. <laughs> you sit back and you cry.
2: Nah, Joe said no. That was my father That was Terror Squad,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know it's just, it's generally a bad idea to if you're feeling emotional. Yeah, it is not a it's not a good idea to uh, put a microphone or a, a camera on
2: you when you are in a vulnerable state. Ain't good to put a camera on you. It's period, a bad bro. decision, man.
1: <laughs> period. <laughs> bad like
2: decision. if you are not logically thinking things out. Yeah, like there's a cause and effect. There's a today. There's a tomorrow. There's yeah. a future of what you're saying today. Like there are so many people who have artists who said something about gays. Yeah, years ago on Twitter when they first like there was some artists who said something about gay people in like. 2010 and when twitter first started yeah he made a comment about gays and but he was in high school when he did it so he was a child right but they pulled it up today yeah so it's like bro,
1: you weren't the same person you were you're an adolescent the world was different the world was different you know at that point we only had two genders I mean that's a honest, that's an honest thing that did not, A lot of people were not aware that there were so many other sexual preferences or, or or ways that people would like to identify themselves. And so when the years come, society has changed. Your words are out there forever because you spoke without thinking. You know, and you you spoke on something, and, and people will hold you accountable because what you put out there be a bad decision.
2: Very bad decision. Like that midnight booger wolf coming over.
1: <laughs> a wolf. All of us have <laughs> had vampires and werewolves. <laughs> and,
0: and some point of time
2: 12 out before six. <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> booger wolves. You know, either you get devoured or you're getting bit on the neck. Something was happening. <laughs> so proud bad, decision. Bad, bad decision. Bad decision. Yeah. But you know, I wanted to talk about another bad decision that someone decided to do, and um, you know, there was a video. This maybe y'all have to talk about this video with this bad decision, where you know people are just recording themselves doing the most stupidest, strange acts. Explain. So, so there was there was a video of a, a young woman. You know, this is this is a bad decision, right? The young woman is is getting choked by her son, and it almost looks sexual. And it's like, what what are we doing here? You know, and, you know, it, 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 I'm starting to see a trend where you have like all of these people doing weird stuff when it comes to their children. Whether yeah. it's uh, whether they're in a full blown relationship that should be between two adults. And what I'm talking about, like, a a responsibility and the companionship. But I don't know about you, but as a 40-year-old man, I don't have any adolescent children, you know, that I can say that this is my friend and this is my companion. And this is, Uh, I I do everything for, you know.
2: I have an adolescent son. Yeah. I have an adolescent niece and nephew and nephew. And my niece would say I'm her I have a daughter, you know, my little baby. But my niece will around I tell people that I'm, I'm his first daughter. But all I to say is that my niece will never say that's my friend. Yeah. She's given me every title in the world, but she's never says my uncle's my friend. She says my uncle's mean. <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my uncle's great, my uncle's this. But she's never said he's my friend. Yeah. Because I've never treated – again, I got that from my father. A shout out to my grandmama. Um, my grandma used to tell my father. He said to us that you play with a puppy, lick your face. Play with a child that sash you to your face. I don't play with kids. Yeah. And when you have that understanding in your life growing up, I don't play with kids. I'm not looking to be your friend because you're not capable of holding this conversation or understanding. Things on my level, so I'm not going to play with you. Yeah. When you get older, again, I didn't have that relationship with my father until I was damn near 21. Yeah. Then I became not even his equal. Yeah. I'm still his you starting son. to understand I'm the beginning to understand. of what he's teaching you, <laughs> right? So at that point, all right, we cool. We can have better conversations. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk to you as if you were a kid anymore.
1: Yeah.
2: Too often these adults, like you said, looking for validation looking for attention, looking for all the wrong things in the wrong places. Yeah, and they're putting it on the internet. Right, and you're making these relationships with your children as if they're like your best friend. Why is your child... He's sexualizing your child. Yeah. That's on the whole... That's disgusting. That's a whole we different... We defects on that one. Yeah. Like, that's disgusting. Like, it's, it's nothing... Because I look at it like this. You know, women... I'm saying women because it's women. Y'all don't like to have double standards, right? But too often you present the double standard issues because the same thing she's doing with her son, and they think it's all it's questionable to anybody, right? Yeah, it's questionable because it's her. Let that be the reverse of sexes. Let it be a man. Let it be a man and his daughter. Ain't no questions in this. Nah, Nan nan parts. We nah. kick, we kicking in your door. Yeah. And taking your you're going straight straight to jail, straight to jail <laughs> not passing gold, not collecting a thousand dollars if you play a monopoly game right now online. But you are going straight to jail. But that's the double standard right yeah. now. And it's if you don't like the double standard, ridiculous. don't live in the standard of the double with the gray. Yeah, we have to stop looking for people to be accepting of us.
1: In our ways, yeah. Like the young man, he's putting that on. Has anybody else trying to find someone to accept what, he's, what he's doing?
2: He's Somebody's, and know. Other people out there. Is there a heart in the house tonight? <laughs> no, it's not. Not stand up, sit down. Yeah, you don't need anyone to understand your feelings. You don't need anyone to go through the same. Thing not over the want. internet. No. If you go out, there may be your partner standing right there. Yeah who can, like, shout out to my partner, Rasul, man. I love that, brother. Our partner, Rasul. I remember when I was going through my little heartbreak, Yeah, <laughs> he looked at me, and was like, nigga, get up. <laughs> 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 yeah. Nigga, get up. You know what? I'm gonna take you out. Yeah. But that's what a brother did because on to I was dealing with my few events and I was going through a, 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 some elections here in the city. No one outside of Rasu knew what I was going through. Yeah. Because he was sitting in the house playing PlayStation and talking with me, and we watching TV, and he seen me crying. But he like, man, if you don't get that, <laughs> stop. That's what you do. You find a brother. They don't have to, uh, what's that be, not sympathetic towards you, but they understand. But it's like, man, stop that. Yeah, they're not going to let you wallow. In
1: right, it. man. Come and they're on. not going to let you destroy yourself. And that's, like I was saying on the other episode, we have to connect with one another besides something other than the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes for us to... That's why a lot of young young men and young women, they're having such difficulty connecting with people because they're doing it through a screen. And you're missing so much information. You can't feel that same connection through a screen. You can't
2: feel that punch in your face because you said <laughs> something disrespectful to somebody. Exactly. Like that, Um, these little boys online... They do this online gaming. That's a bunch of most disrespectful conversation that you can have online. Oh man! But you talk that about. same kid in person is very quiet.
1: Yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna be. You're they're not, not bold. And, <clears throat> and they said
2: the Twitter fingers. Right, right, right. You got them thumb thumbs. Yeah, the thug <laughs> thumbs, and you sitting up here <laughs> doing all these things. But when reality hits you, it's a different thing. But you yeah. make bad decisions because you have not been put in the proper situation to make the proper decisions. Yeah. 'Cause so, it's a real world
1: outside of that screen.
2: Oh, it's a very real world. You playing with uh GTA all the time, you're gonna find out uh, ETA <laughs> the hospital real quick.
1: That's the truth, man. And you know, even even with um, you know, us brothers, we know that hey, we have to check ourselves, but you know, we got some young women right here. Like, how does
2: a... Uh, you got ocean spray and... Uh, <laughs> Ray <Tangieray of>, mist. <laughs> and starburst over here. It's
3: Onassis so nice, Jones. And mine's just Tangerine mist.
1: So, yes. when it comes to women on the internet, because we, we looked at a young man that needed some guidance. Like, what is, where's that guidance for... What does that look like for, for women when they post something on the internet? Or when, what does that look like?
4: It's the same thing. <clears throat> um, instead of going to the internet with you know your woes, which you know can be used against you because a lot of people are you're you're, you're opening it's a way of opening yourself up to the world again, yeah. um, spiritually and mentally into a place where people don't understand people who don't understand you and they can make judgments like you don't know what you're opening yourself up to so the what you should be doing is you should be turning to your friends or turning inward looking into yourself to see how you can solve the problem and how you can pull yourself out of what you're going through therapy is another option like yeah. don't make social media your place where you go especially because things that are put on internet like we know that they don't get deleted it's so hard to to you know delete something once it's out there it's out there people are screen recording people are screenshotting um and it, you don't know what opportunity it ruins for you especially as a woman yeah you know and even more so especially as a black woman i don't like seeing when a lot of us you know we turn to the internet when we're angry you know when our you know uh our significant other has done something to us to anger us and we go and we vent all oh, about oh, this person, oh, oh, oh. and be right back with them the same about night. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or what about the next person that might be after this one, who you're mm-hmm. venting about? Mm-hmm. What happens um, when they see that, and what are they gonna think? Yeah. God forbid you go viral,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah.
4: that lady. Um,
0: she Wild was sweet. talking
4: about yeah. Yeah. Um she went viral and wait, wait, part, wait what happened
2: the what lady from last week with the video about the husband cheating? Yeah, about the cheating. Oh yeah, that's right. That's which right.
4: there's there's countless videos of that, right? Yeah. But like what's gonna happen? What what's the, what do you think the next guy is going to think? And it's like it's just a lot of reactionary type of stuff going on, a lot of knee jerk reactions, and nobody's thinking about the future, yeah. nobody's thinking about anything when they're doing this.
2: Yeah. So bad decisions being made. Yes. If you you you're, you're thinking, and it, you know I'm talking going to my man real quick, Mr. Farrakhan. He has this lecture called um, "Rise Above Emotions to the Thinking of a God." And too often, when you are going through a situation, your emotional response. This is why I like the military. Mm. I love them. Most of the brothers that I know from the military and my sisters. It's like the military teaches you to separate your emotions from reality, mm-hmm. and there's only one person I know shout out to my old boss Henrietta when she would get upset I was out she was the most dangerous person in the world to me because she became more clearer in her thoughts mm. like i she would like like a person in the military they become upset they don't react most of us I've seen like even you like you have your your passion, your anger, but when you're upset, I've seen you stop first. Mm-hmm. Think about what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're attempting to fuck them up at that point, <laughs> <laughs> it's over <sighs> for them. But if you think it through, it's like, is it worth it or not? Yeah. And when you rise above emotions, if we, if we rose above emotions and just start thinking correctly, <laughs> most of our social media would be boring. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know what, what I
1: think it is, the content of it, the content and the context of it would drastically change. It would. Because what we would be... World star! Well, the thing is, we have to really evaluate ourselves as an American society is, why is that entertaining to us? Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Where in generations of the past, that would not be considered entertaining. That would just be considered stupidity, and they would not connect to it. But with us, wow. in how we have eroded in our morals and our values and what we consider to even be viewed. You know, when when there was things that were immoral, people would refuse to look at it mm. in generations past. If you saw something, people would avert their eyes. They would avert their children's the eyes. They would, You, you understand? Mm. And they would, you wouldn't see it again. They would band together and there would be an outrage But we have been so desensitized to what wrong is. We're now considering wrong entertainment. We're now considering things that ought not be as something that is normal, where it really should not be. We have eroded in society where things that were not acceptable, like for a woman to be unkempt and to wear... You know, just anything and come outside, that was unkept. For a man to behave in a way that was dismasculine or that in a way, I don't even want to say that, in a way that there was disgrace himself. Mm. We consider that free speech and freedom. Mm. But freedom without any bounds is not freedom, mm. it's actually anarchy.
2: This man just poured you a cup of
1: scotch. That <laughs> man
2: straight up, how he just poured it. So Straight I'm gonna come no with chaser. a little, but I'm gonna hit you with a chaser though for your okay. Scotch. Let's do it. So the chaser with this is that, or Salt Bay, however you want to put it. Is that you said earlier about we looking at this as we more demoralized and eroded ourselves. We are looking at this on a regular basis, and you said America, and I thought about that. If you go on social media, worldwide, you don't see anyone else with a world star or yeah. an ATL scoop or something yeah. else. The, the world literally looks at us like we're a fishbowl. Yeah. And all the foolishness and the degradation and the demoralization all stems from America. Yeah. And it's entertainment for the rest of the world. But if you look at the rest of the world... They have... We don't do that here. We don't. We do whoop your ass over here. But yeah. they have um, used it as a form of what not to do in their country. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they have also blocked banned everything. and banned certain aspects of our stuff and certain sites that we have. You can't access you can't even see it even the country. You can't even see it. You can't it. see it or access that and see, my man is always busy. He always got something going on. I want no, to be like know. him when man. I go to
3: as the laughing stocks of sometimes we're looked at as like the laughing stocks of like (laughs) sometimes we're literally looked at as the laughing stocks of the world Um, when we go back to you know the part of people crying online and stuff people are looking for instant gratification they're looking for instant validation
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and they want somebody out there to connect and say I feel that way I've been that way before but when you get to posting things, huh? Say so get a psychiatrist. Yeah, it's it's literally it's like it's instant gratification. It's instant um okay, I had a friend whose father passed away. Me and him were always close ever since high school. He was like a little brother. And he was literally posting like crazy after his father died. And it got to the point where people started really getting a little concerned because he was like, I don't wanna be here anymore. I'm about to kill myself. I don't understand. He, he literally was just going on a rant. So I inboxed him because I've known this, this young man who's now 35. I've known him since he was 14 years old. And I said to him, you know, are you okay? And he said, no. And I said, I really think I said, have you considered grief counseling? Well, why did I say that? because he spassed out on me. And he said, you don't understand because you've never lost anyone. You don't understand what it feels like. I said, no, I've lost plenty of people. I said, I've never lost a parent. I said, and I pray I don't feel that for a long time. I said, but I really feel like, you know, people are getting concerned and people are thinking that you really need to go and get some kind of grief counseling. He hasn't spoken to me since. But the fact of the matter is, Don't put your feelings like social media is literally what it's there for. It's there to be social. Yeah. You're literally there to socialize and come together on like topics. And then it's a, it's kind of a double entendre because it's like, well, grief is a like topic. You know, grief is something that connects all of us. Love is a like topic that connects all of us. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, when you have situations where people go online and they just spill out their entire guts, And they put their relationship like, you know, like um, Onassis said, when you put your entire, you know, like ocean spray, (laughs) you know, like when you put that online, what about the next person? Yeah. The next person, the the internet is forever. That stuff lives on there forever. And And then like
1: like you said, it's a cry out for help. It's a
3: cry out for help. Yeah. But people look at each other as their therapist. Some people, the, the thing about it is, Therapy is such, especially in our community, therapy is such a heavy word. Yes, it is. Help is such a scary word. I'm in pain. I'm hurting. I'm scared. We, had a, 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 we have a friend that reached out and just wanted to see everybody. And everybody was like, what's going on? And he wanted everybody to collectively come together. And he ended up canceling it. And it scared the crap out of all of us. Yeah. And when we finally went to go see him, he said, no, I just really wanted to lay eyes on y'all. I really just wanted to see y'all. He said, I've been here up under, you know, my spouse, and I have not seen anybody. And so you have situations like that where people, I know for me personally, I have had moments where I have gone online and I never cried, but I was just posting, 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 posting. And I look back at some of my Facebook memories and I'm literally just like, what the hell was I going through in 2011? I've had Facebook since 2006 what the crap was I really going through in 2006 and 2007, 2008? And you look at it and you're just like, well, this is embarrassing, but that's the beauty of growing because you know never to put yourself back in that situation again.
2: Yeah. If you take heed. If you allow yourself to grow. Because right? yeah. mm-hmm. Even in the growing, we're still on the topic of rejection, but it's mm-hmm. still, this is part two, but kind of bad decisions being made and putting things on the internet that should not be put on the internet. hmm And in the growth that you were saying, if these people, if we as a people, don't take heed. like last last show we were talking about, um, growing after going through something, taking a moment to thank God, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. praying for your coming up out of it, Mm -hmm. but too often that healing process, what I'm going for, we do not heal. Mm -hmm. And I love me some key. I uh, have no problem telling this. is. Uh, uh, Are you confessing to Ocean Spray? To ocean Spray, how you feel right now? Ocean Spray and uh, is this a connection? Starburst over here.
3: Okay. Um,
2: my homies. And in their growth in our matriculation over the years, you can see the times that you had Ooh. your issue. You've ah! had this, you can see the times that you... We're going through things. But to see that person then versus the person now is mm-hmm. a beautiful. But it took.
3: Ocean spray was a whole bottle of vodka when you met ocean spray. <laughs> he thought ocean spray was freaking psychotic when he met ocean spray.
2: Oh, yeah. That's Starburst. The day that that's he ocean met. ocean
3: spray. Oh, what
2: am I? You're Starburst. Okay. the yeah. oh, Starburst. Yes. You're more of Skittles.
3: When he, met, can when he met Starburst, Starburst was not a calm, subtle little bottle of water. No, she wasn't. Starburst was literally when you pop, when you open up this Sprite, it was just sizzling at the top.
2: <laughs> no, you were more like a bottle of champagne that you popped the top in the cork flew. Yeah. Like, she was, she walked in the room, and cussed everybody out that night. We, are, we don't go down that path. We mm-hmm. did it before. But.
3: <laughs> you told this story on the show yes, before? Yes, we definitely have. A really?
2: Um, so, oh, we're here now. And <laughs> here. the decisions oh. of the healing mm-hmm. that you went through then, like you said, from 2011 to yeah. get you now. Yeah. But most people have not taken the healing process. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't take
3: themselves you, seriously, or they're scared. That, but they're, but scared. they're reaching
2: out online, and we're we're reaching out, and we're making these posts. You're not making the post for help. Uh-uh. You're making the post for attention. attention. And you're looking for as ocean spray and uh, cranberry juice <laughs> was over here speaking a few minutes ago. She said that's for validation.
1: Well, that's the other side of rejection. You know, that's the other side of rejection.
4: I was just gonna say. That is, it's is the other side of, of rejection because what it shows is that you have people who are who are, you know, back in the day when we were growing up,
2: back you make friends. Was... You
4: have people around you who you can actually physically go to or talk on the phone. Um Ride and, your bike and down the
0: street with Yeah, ride <laughs> ride the
4: bike like you know, do all of these social things. You were out with people or you know, at school. Versus today, social media has kind of cut some of that, even though, you know, you still can do that, but it's cut a lot of that. So I think these people also when they're reaching out because they don't have an outlet, because they're mm-hmm. afraid to build that outlet for themselves yeah. and they're yeah. afraid because of the rejection mm-hmm.
1: and they want to be accepted by somebody yeah. When you're yeah. rejected by one thing. You want to find acceptance somewhere. And it's no different from a man. When a man has a hard day, But most men come home and they want to... When you don't accomplish at work or you don't accomplish in your business, you're going to come home to accomplish something. So a lot of guys will work out or they will watch the news to try to solve the news problems or they will play the video game to try to win at something.
2: That's a nice analogy. And so
1: it's the same thing with rejection. Mm. When you are rejected, it's like, okay, well... When, when we're rejected, like uh, with anything in life, we want to feel loved and accepted by something. So we're going to reach out as far as we can to see if anyone, you know, or something can accept us. So if you don't have that parent in your life, you don't have those friends in your life, well, somebody on the Internet got to feel me. Somebody, anybody, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> you know, and the weird part is no matter how wrong you are, there's somebody that's going to agree. You know, especially when you're dealing with, with 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 social media, and so we have to govern ourselves accordingly. Go right ahead. Now uh, later, I uh, want uh, to talk more. Now
2: later, I literally
3: was going to call myself Kit Kat. Um, there was a situation where, as you know, everybody in this room know, at one point I was severely suicidal and i went to therapy and um talked to my therapist and they say you know you can love your family not like your family and i've always taken that with me yes yeah. um and that's always that's always brings me back to those grounding moments where i'm just like you know i'm really not feeling my family right now i don't want to see this person i want to see that person but i came out of my shell one time and i went to a family get together and i was so emotional because it's covid you know this, this, this. I went to this get together back in December, December, November of last year, 2022. We've been, you know, on lockdown, and for introverts, everybody, we were used to lockdown. It, it didn't really matter. It's just like, I oh, this shit. is normal. But we went lockdown, and you know, lockdown, you kind of get cabin fever. You kind of go stir crazy. You just like, you want to see people. Yeah. And I hadn't seen my family in three years, and so these certain family members. So when they invited me somewhere, I came. And I sat down, and I got so emotional. I cried so hard. I was so happy to see everybody. And they were like, well, what's wrong? And I explained to them the space that I had been in, and everybody walked away. People went and got in the car, drove off, and I'm standing there in this driveway crying. And the only person left was my niece. And she said, it's okay, Auntie. I've been there before, too. And this is a room of 30 people. I cleared an entire birthday party. Mm -hmm. And I didn't mean to, but I was just so overcome with emotion. And in that moment, I realized to myself, I realized a couple of things. Sometimes you just got to keep crap to yourself or sometimes you have to build your own tribe. Yeah. And so when I came home, I came back to my tribe, which were my friends. And sometimes, you know, you sit back and you think like, damn, this sucks. You know, I got to depend and rely on my friends to talk to them about this stuff. But... They also have to rely on you to talk to you about stuff too. And it sucks sometimes because I do have such a big family that everybody is in this space, in this trauma space to where they were so easily able to just walk away. They didn't know what I could have did to myself that night. And, you know, I got in contact with my cousin the next day and I just said, you know, I'm really sorry about everything. And she said nobody was expecting it. And so it kind of caught everybody off guard. Not once did I ever get any other message. Are you okay? How are you feeling? And I had to learn to be okay with that because sometimes you're not going to get that validation from your family that, hey, I'm here.
2: They can't validate you because they don't know how to do it. Validate themselves, themselves. exactly. Mm -hmm. If you you can't, you
3: can't build, you can't put two broken pieces, two, you have a puzzle, and not to even cut you off, but you can't build off of a, a broken foundation. You build a house on a foundation that has a crack in it. Eventually that house is going to cave in and it's going to implode from the inside and it's going to sink. And that's literally what I saw with me on one side with my family and then my family on the other. I'm literally standing over here and everybody's standing in a semicircle and I'm just like, this is what I have been through and I miss you guys. And I'm just like, you know, you'll be fine and just left. Or somebody mm-hmm. walked off crying. And it's like, maybe I'm hitting mm-hmm. parts where mm-hmm. you feel the same way, 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 but I'd be damned if I sit back and let y'all know that something's wrong with me too.
2: They haven't healed themselves. Mm-hmm. No one's coming to the point where I... It's like like you said, you went through it. Mm-hmm. And other folks have went through the same thing. Yeah, But if you haven't come to the point where you're healing Mm-hmm. You're understanding that this is growth by talking this mm-hmm. out.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: most people tend to hide their feelings. Like yeah. I said, like I have that analogy of <clears throat> just going through the motions. And it's, in relationships, too often we have arguments, mm-hmm. but instead of addressing them, we talk. <clears throat> around, we talk them. about it. We talk around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you talk around them, is for the other part of the analogy is imagine having a dirty room. Mm-hmm. And every time that you're supposed to clean it up, you just sweep under the rug or you sweep it in the closet. Mm-hmm. And this goes on for years. years. And all of a sudden you have this big pile under the carpet, and it's like a lump. And you see it there, but you yeah. keep avoiding it. Yeah. <laughs> or the bulge in the closet because stuff was trying to pop out. And then what happens is one day it just, M- everything, M- falls, everything out. Just falls out. Yeah. And then you have to deal with it right mm-hmm. then and there. But you're not only dealing with the situation that, caused a problem, exactly. you're dealing with the effects of everything before. Yeah, And those people in your family, just like other folks in our relationships, they're avoiding it mm-hmm. because they're doing the same thing. Yeah,
3: And that's the part of like what I was telling them last night. If a lie hurts, imagine what the truth can do. When you sit back and you lie to yourself, yeah, and you don't give yourself the grace to actually feel what you're feeling, go through the motions of what, what it is that you... You're feeling emotionally, you know, go, going through those motions are going through emotions. You're going through them. And so when you when you don't, when you're just coasting and coasting and coasting, because like Seinfeld said, life is like a roller coaster. You go up chunk, and you chunk, chunk, chunk a chunk, chunk and then you come back down. That's some matrimony, matrimony. like what what marriage, That's a real thing. And that's how I look at, you know, emotions and self-validation and, you know, trying to Prove to yourself. We are all fighting to prove, like the Kevin Hart thing, we're fighting to achieve parts of us that we'll never see again. We're never going to reach that pivotal point ever again in life in that one area. Mm -hmm. I will never probably again work for the Falcons as an audio engineer, but I'm okay with that because that was one of the greatest accomplishments that I ever had in my life, and I lived that through for two years as a black woman and as a woman. And it was amazing. I probably may never reach that again. And I'm okay with that. And so knowing how to be okay with just where you are is, like, so vital. And, you know, that You did give us no damn
2: tickets to the Falcons game, though, player. I mean, hey, I had—hey, I, <laughs> I
3: don't do so much.
2: You know,
1: a lot of us are going out and getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And we talk a lot about healing. Yeah. But when you never address your healing, what happens? Anytime that you got a wound that doesn't heal, what happens?
2: It's like a fester. It, just it falls. Fester, it boils, it just breaks. Raising in the sun.
1: You, you understand? And <laughs> if eventually it will kill you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If you don't address that broken arm mm-hmm. and it stays unhealed, eventually it will take you out. Exactly. But the other thing is, it's just like if I was to go out here, if I was to go out here and I get hurt, mm-hmm. I don't go to the crowd of people to help me when I need to be at the doc, at the hospital. So if I have a hurt and I'm sitting up here, my hip hurt, I done broke my leg or something like that, I can't go out in the middle of the street. Does anybody know how to heal a leg? Have you ever been gone? Have you ever gone through a broken leg? You understand what I'm saying? And that's what social media is. We're going around with real damage. It's people walking around with real hurt, with real things, with real psychological things. The thing is, a lot of times we reach out to people who are not qualified in order to give us those things. So we're thinking of an image of them in our head. Yeah, we love mama. We love daddy. We love cousin. But they're not qualified. They're not the doctor. That
2: brother just said. They're
1: not. You know, mama, she can heal the flu, but she cannot mend my arm. She's not a physician. She's not a surgeon. So a lot of those things that we're looking for is we need a surgeon. You need a therapist. We're mm-hmm. looking for the idea of family. But everyone isn't qualified to be what we need from a family. That's mm-hmm. why you build one. Yeah, That's what friendship is important for because you build that foundation of family. Mm-hmm. You just said a
2: very pertinent word, brother. Pertinent. What did I say? Qualified. Yeah. Qualified is the most important thing that you just said out of the whole situation because it's a prerequisite to everything going on. Yeah. If you are not qualified, like you said, person got their leg broke. Anybody had a broke leg before? <laughs> Can you help me? <laughs> you run out in the street, but you're not dealing with qualified persons. Yeah. So somebody going to tell you, oh, man, put a splint in it. This leg is broken in more than three places. How are you going to put a sprint a splint in this leg? If you are not qualified to handle the situation and you're getting improper information, it's like Nile said over there a few minutes ago that <laughs> if you build a, a house on a cracked foundation, it will implode. Exactly. So if you are starting out your trajectory with, disqualified individuals to give you information, you already fucked up from the jump. I'm telling you. And then you, you, you're trying to filter through
1: all this information from God knows where. And that's what happens when you post things on the Internet through your hurt, your harm, mm-hmm. because they they're needing the same help. Mm-hmm. All y'all at the hospital. And none of y'all are doctors. Right. So if, you, if you're if you in a hospital and nobody has on a lab coat, nobody has, <laughs> has any credentials, and everybody just ran to this building, all these hurt people ran to this building going, help, help, well, I heard you're supposed to put a tourniquet on it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you need a Band-Aid. Oh, man, you just need you some... Uh, aspirin. Well, you guy. need some aspirin. <laughs> nah, take some rubble testing. <laughs> and you know, you got all these unqualified people. That you can't even hear the doctor, you understand what I'm saying? You have to, you have to have all of this wisdom to understand that this person actually knows what they're talking about. And then the other thing is, if you just let anybody take you there, like it's just like if I'm hurt, it's totally different. If I call on call an Uber to get me to to where I'm going, it's a whole different thing from where I'm calling my friend which is a whole different thing from me calling an ambulance. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to get more, more of what I need from an ambulance and more of what I need from a friend because they're going to actually care. Mm -hmm. One person cares. The other person is qualified. Ooh. You understand what I'm saying? There's an expert. There's someone who's dealt with this situation. There's someone who has credentials. There's someone who has gone through training. There's someone who... You understand? When we're looking for the right vehicle, we need people there. When we get to those places, when we're on whatever test and trial there is, we need people who are on our side. And sometimes they're not with the image that's in our head. Sometimes... Everybody mama ain't your mama. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody didn't grow up with the same mamas. Everybody mm. didn't grow up with the same uncles. Everybody didn't grow up with the same parents. Mm-hmm. Everybody didn't grow up with the same. But we all grew up with those images because we were watching the same thing. Can Television. I saw, can I salt bay you? Go.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Let, hear, me, hear, pla- Let me pass bae. you shake, shake it up for real quick. There you go. So you made me think of this situation of not everyone being the same and, you know, getting disqualified information. Um, and may Allah rest the soul, this little girl. I remember when I was like 12, 15 years old, something like that, I was going through the West End. West End is a black neighborhood, if anybody don't know. We have a train station over there. Mm-hmm. And you know where they have that crossing walk right there now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is why it's up. So it was a young girl and her mother they were crossing the street. There was a bunch of people out there, but it was a young girl, her fa- it was her family and her little siblings. But the little girl was just moving slow, period. And matter of fact, no, the the cross thing had just been put up. They were walking outside a crossing crosswalk. And a car was coming down the street. Mom had moved up a little bit further. The little girl taking her time, and I think something happened. And she ran back out into the street. Oh no! This dude got like a 1990 LTD. You know them? I mean? That's yeah. a tank on wheels. Yeah. So he hits her. He gets out distraught. Everything. I remember from a week previous. God gives you information. A week previous, I'm watching a medical show, and it says that if a person gets hit. Do not move them. Yeah, yeah. Leave them on the awesome. ground because you don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. And if they're stable like that, leave them and let a qualified person come deal with I'm them. Deal with her mother and her uncles were there. We're all telling, leave them alone. Leave them alone. Let the doctor come because we know great up the street. Yeah, yeah. They are gonna be there quickly. Yeah. Oh no, we gotta get her up. The, we the hospital was right there. Her family. We gotta get her up. We gotta. And the mom is just distraught, the uncle was telling her to move him. So she decides to move. Oh man. Soon she moved, blood ran out the little girl's nose. She died on the scene a couple minutes oh, later. Oh my mm-hmm.
3: God.
2: But as long as she had been sitting there, she was breathing. Yeah. She was hurt. But she was alive. She was yeah. The qualified person was giving information of do not move her. We're not qualified in the degree that we have the 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 degree. But you are with. R- but, correct information. Right. We're giving mm-hmm. you correct information. The unqualified or incorrect information causes little girl to lose her life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well-meaning.
1: They but mean the, well.
2: The road to hell is paved with good intentions, I'm too. telling you. Yeah. If you don't know what you're doing, sometimes just sit still. Yeah. And this is, again, going back to these bad decisions. Yeah. And rejection going on. You're rejecting the qualified information given to you because of your emotional outburst and you're making bad decisions to say I'm gonna do what I want because this is how I feel
1: and they're just listening to the person who's just in the same situation as you know? them <laughs> and it, it they're just crying out what they think should happen yeah. hey I care about you well, here's what I think and I care about you and here's what here's my and everybody has an opinion mm-hmm. but most people that have an opinion aren't qualified to give information not at all And so we have to look at that when we're in those emotional states and when we're in vulnerable times, sometimes we have to do what you were talking about last episode. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just have to be still. still. Sometimes, like you were just saying, sometimes you don't have to be moved. That's it. You know, and the other thing is making sure that we reach out to those who are qualified and who care. Cause that's a, I'm going to just address this
2: that's in a little bit better right there. Go ahead, because
1: brother. especially with black women, when it comes to healthcare and childbirth, they're in a qualified, yeah. they're in the place to get healed, to get their health. Right. They're with a qualified be. individual, but that person may that not care. care. That's right. And so if you don't have those, that combination of someone who's qualified and someone who cares, then you're still not going to get... We have to have that. So the same thing with the... When when you're going through something. Now, social media is great. You can use different things, but some things need to stay with the people who are qualified and the people that care. Mm -hmm. You may have that friend, but he cares, but he's not qualified to give information. You may have that person who's qualified, but they don't care too much about you. So we have to use wisdom and guidance in everything that we do. Even that's the same thing when we go to school to learn something. Yeah, but they're giving me information, but do they care that I learned this? Where's the information coming from? Have we vetted what we have? Have we vetted the things that we have? So we have to learn how to use our wisdom, not only knowing what to think, but how to think and how to apply it in our everyday lives, that's wisdom. Mm-hmm. And it takes discipline to be wise. It takes that stillness. And sometimes it takes the being uncomfortable. If you notice anything that we need in life while we're going through it, it feels the opposite. You want to get strong and you lifting weights, you feel weak. Mm-hmm. If you want to be wise in the process of learning, you, you feel, feel dumb. dumb.
2: Dumb, that's it.
1: If you want to have strength when it comes to dealing with tears, sometimes we have to be strong and deal with being still. When we're in the point of loneliness and we say, man, I feel so lonely, sometimes we have to be in the company of people. And sometimes when we want a relationship, we have to deal with being alone. And so those things that we need in life, God has a blessed way of dealing with the other side of that. Mm. And I think that that's what we're dealing with when it comes to social media. For us to feel so totally connected and so technologically brilliant, we have to break things down to where it's just our base selves. Mm -hmm. So in order to deal with technology, we have to deal with the practical thing. So we've been blessed with all of these things and we feel so connected yet people have never been so alone. Mm-hmm. You're sitting in a room by yourself and you think that you have the world at your fingertips. And You go, oh man, I got, on Instagram I have this many followers and on Facebook I have this many friends. But in real life, who can you depend on?
2: Bruh, there's this Instagram dude. who, um, I think he has like a, followers or something on Instagram. Yeah. And he decides to do a meet and greet at the middle of a convention. Nobody showed up.
1: Yeah. And so it's just like life. A lot of people have experienced that there are all these people that say great job, especially our celebrities, brothers and sisters. There's people who will smile on your face and shake your hands because of all the things. But when things really happen to you in life, who can you turn around and say that this is truly my friend? This is somebody who will be with me through thick and thin. This is someone that, I can, that cares about me but has wisdom enough to help guide me. And that's what it really boils down to. When we're making those decisions, the decisions that we make are really the sum total of the lessons that we learn from everyone. Uh, it's uh, an individual decision, but it takes everyone to build that. It takes all the people that you combine in your life, your family, your friends, your loved ones, your experiences, to make that individual choice. And that's the thing that we really have to understand. It takes all of us to really make one.
2: It takes a village to raise a child. And when you understand these things, as you get older, you know a bunch of sayings that we have. We got to know where you come from to know where you're going. Sankofa type stuff. But... And maturity is like healing. Yeah. Maturity is healing on a different level because when you go through things, you have to look back on them and say, Ah, I see why I went wrong. <laughs> oh, thank you. And th- it, that's the maturity of it. The healing of it is to say, I don't need to be seen yeah. by the other person anymore because yeah. I've healed. I don't have to be, you know, getting my body in shape for them so they can see me and wish they still had me. I'm getting my body and mental in shape for myself Self. so that when I'm out right. I am healed and the next person doesn't have to be carrying the baggage from the man or the woman before. Yeah. That's dealing with the opposite of rejection. Yeah. That's making better decisions in your life to saying that I love me for me. Yeah. And we're not at that point going online like I going back to um Starburst over here, um, she quite often would um will delete or not really delete
3: I do a lot of posts go
2: all, no no no, you would go off of line for a while, yeah, and yes, she sure. will remove her social media quite often. I didn't understand it, but going through things, I started to understand she's taking it off for a while because she's using this as a time period to heal, yeah. So that she is not going through things and showing other people, ah, oh, this is how I feel. No, no, no. This is me. Let me deal with me.
3: I go off the grid because... Hi, I'm Starburst. Um, I go off the grid because it's mentally healthy. Um, I was telling one of my friends earlier, I said, I used to delete my Facebook page, deactivate my Facebook page That's every three months. Yes, it. And then i I had to learn that I was operating out of a trauma. I also do stuff where I delete photos, like massive photos of like family moments or friend moments, and I would go on my phone and wipe my phone because i I would have trauma of losing people and It was really weird, and I don't know exactly what caused it or or what, but even now, um I got my Facebook friends down to like a hundred people, and I just made it to where it was literally. Just family and friends and people that I genuinely, not all my family, but genuinely know have my back. And so when you start, like, I I noticed I got rid of my Snapchat, got rid of TikTok, got, got rid of all these apps because it's a lot of trauma. It's a lot of just trauma attached to it and you go on there and the first thing you see is either somebody getting shot somebody getting arrested somebody doing something over here something and it's just kind of like
1: let me restart
3: Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to keep seeing this like this yeah. is it's, yeah. this this hurts and I, I like it was it's a rapper that she knows that I used to go really really hard for and you know this rapper is very no. is very uh huh is mm-hmm. very controversial right now and very just nasty. <laughs> Just all the way nasty. And she sent me... I used to be like, oh, she's such an amazing spirit. I love her. And then it got to the point where it's like, okay, are you doing these things because... That's you. You want to do this or are you doing this because it's genuinely you? Right. And when it got down to the point of this person peeing on their self, on OnlyFans, I was like, yeah, I can't really support this anymore. So... You know, she sent me a video like, here go your girl. And I said, I unfollowed her. She was like, what? I said, yeah, I unfollowed it because it's like, I'm feeding that to my brain. Uh, oh,
1: man. There you go.
3: And that's Is a bad diet. You can give yourself a bad diet. You can yeah. tear your brain down oh, man. watching certain stuff. I can't watch, like, they know I love psychological thrillers, horror movies, but I can't watch slasher movies because to me, I've always heard when you watch stuff like that, you see people, you're taking it in. Like we we were having a conversation earlier about movies and I was talking about, I had a very long, I love horror movies, but I'm talking about Linda Blair who played in The Exorcist. Mm. She did The Exorcist at 12 years old. She never made another movie after that. And when you think about it, movies in the 80s, that was the social media. That was the social part of media. They were feeding that to us, and we watched it. It was a one-way spoon. It was literally just hand-feeding us Mm. talent in different ways, but also hand-feeding us traumas in so many different ways. Television is programming.
2: Tell. A vision vision.
3: Tell a vision Of what you want to see Of what we want you to see That's it And we're gonna program you And we're gonna have you Like these things And you're gonna want to Come back You're gonna wanna see
2: emulate them
3: Yeah You're gonna wanna see Child's Play 2 You're gonna wanna see 3 You're gonna wanna see 4 You're gonna wanna see a sequel To all of these different things Yeah But At the end of the day You're looking at these sequels And You're ending your own self At the same freaking time You are the sequel Yeah Sometimes you literally are the freaking wow. sequel, and wow. people don't even look at it like that.
2: That is a whole. That's a whole other conversation. We're, gonna, we're not going to go to probably go for another Spit five, six bars. off for of this one. Bars <laughs> yeah, I mean, sixteen with a thirty-two. But when you talk about taking these things in, I'm going to swish this one second. We're going to drop back over because we have children. Yeah, the bad decision that you're making, and you talk about movies, feeding and music. And you loving the music, and you taking Games. this in as a all this stuff is yes. a digestion thing. The children nowadays mm-hmm. are taking in too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a difference in what we took in as children. Yeah, because yeah. it was still censored back then,
0: mm-hmm.
2: versus what's being put out now. I mean, exactly. there's
1: no censor in American media,
2: and you can go anywhere and see it.
1: Yeah. And now you have an undeveloped mind that will be the future. Like, remember, when we were young, we was the future. Now we we are are the now. Right. We are the decision makers. We are the ones that have created social media. We are the ones who have created the, we're creating the atmosphere. And the thing is, we have to look at what is going to be around when we're older and we're no longer creating the atmosphere. We're looking at... Like the elders, they're 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 living in the the now that we've created. They're having to learn the technology, they're having to deal with what was done in the past, and now they don't have as much as an effect on it. So what we're looking at is these generations that's coming up. What are we creating? What are we allowing? Like Sister uh, 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 Cotton Candy was saying you know
3: (laughs) candy angelou you know martin luther candy
1: but we really have to understand what are we digesting what are we allowing you know my oldest i was talking to her about what are we allowing ourselves i was our teacher you decide the plate right now right now Mm -hmm. There's an abundance of everything to have. We have media about everything. Right? Uh, so we're looking at what is our palate? What are we craving? What are we putting? We got a whole buffet in front of us. But we're only putting certain things on our plate.
2: And what the buffet, what you're taking in today, how is it affecting you tomorrow?
1: Yeah. Is it going
2: to make you fatter? Is it going to make you healthy? You're right. All the stuff that you're taking in from social media all the stuff that you're taking in from your daily life, how's it affecting your mental? Good. So she talks yeah. about liking. I don't like horror movies. I can watch them, but mm-hmm. I start disliking them once I get into science. Mm-hmm. And I like my my favorite word is why. I like to find out the why of everything, mm-hmm. and I found out how they start doing sign of uh, these horror movies. So I kind of wasn't into them that much. Yeah. But I also didn't get into them because I felt it would affect my psyche.
3: psyche. yeah.
2: So I never got into them. But the thrillers, the ones that are psychological based I like them. But even then, what are you taking in? Yeah, What's so you can you're taking in it's something, but it's going to affect you again. We talk about you're not the same person in the previous relationship that you're in the next one, mm-hmm. and you're not the same person before that movie that you are after, after that movie. movie. Yeah, so you have to figure out your 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 path what you're doing, and this is still rejection and bad decisions, but the decisions being made is how they're affecting your future. Yeah. If they're not being set up to affect your future in the best manner, Mm -hmm. why are you wasting your time on them? Yeah. So with that being said, I'm going to let Ocean Spray and Cotton Candy drop some words on us it's words of wisdom yeah I got anything y'all want to deal with this we out with regrets
1: and making the right decisions or bad decisions or whatever
3: yeah (laughs) when you are considering decisions to make to better yourself um pray pray on it be have purpose prayer without purpose is absolutely nothing and just know that at the end of the day you're not going through it alone you don't have to put Everything you're dealing with online, but just pray and just know that you are not alone and build that support system in that family. Build, build your tribe so that you can turn to people that you know genuinely care and get the answers and the validation that you need to go on through your day and, you know, build tools to, to take you throughout life.
2: Does her voice sound lovely? Y'all know she can sing. Pick up some her music. Come on, Ocean. Onassis Jones checking in. <laughs> oh, excuse me, astronaut. Not... <laughs> astronaut. i even saying it wrong.
4: Almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. Oh,
2: man. like that. She then came up with some <laughs> hyperbole. <laughs> I, I, mean, I like that. Doing <laughs> a whole reset. Right. Well, gonna reset this (laughs) conversation next week
1: gonna plug these
2: microphones in a second Um, but you know I feel like I've been talking a lot so you know dark, give me some light hey
1: look I I loved it man I wanna give a special thanks to our guests coming back on Um, it was just uh, a great conversation we wanna give a shout out to you the audience man we really appreciate y'all rocking with us y'all come back next week and we will be right here. It's your boy, Dark Shining Light, Tim Hardgrove.
2: Oh, yeah. And this is your boy, Yam's creation. Uh, the brother on the left side, chilling with the brother on the right. You know, <laughs> one thing I want to do in the future? I was speaking with uh, Temple. Yeah. We have to get her back on. But I know we're not big as anybody else, but I want to do something one day with the audience. Oh, yeah. That would we be have right. a conversation. Where everyone can chime in on the topic, yeah, that so, they have not done on the podcast before. We're working on it. So, with that being said, darkness, everybody, <laughs> and Big Ear Dumbo flying out, baby. Hell, oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> darkness, everybody. There you go. We out, baby. Cocktails and conversation. Be easy. This is Yusuf Muhammad, DM's creation. This is Cocktails, the conversation that you're listening to. Tune in every Friday at 7 p.m. on all streaming platforms, like, follow, share, and tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody. Look forward to you joining